If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Four days to join News National Dialogue on Illegal Mining. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. The news is live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra, and Kumasi on Love, 99.5 FM. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, we are on Radio Justice in Tamale, A1 Radio and Dreams FM in Borgatanga. We are on Fafa Radio in Georgia. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your cliff wall in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duro Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water. Water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator. Where Drua Plus goes, water flows. This afternoon, a visibly unhappy, pained, and concerned special prosecutor opens up about his difficulties in the fight against corruption, alleging a grand scheme by some judges to frustrate investigations. Presiding over cases in court do not take very kindly to criticism, especially of the public calling out variety, as we do. And that if the office persists in the media releases, the judges will gang up against the office and throw out all our cases. We are live at the OSP headquarters for all the details also in this bulletin. Aggrieved customers of Black Shield Capital Management Limited pour onto the streets as they picket the finance ministry demanding payment for their locked up funds. Life is difficult. We can't do anything. We can't do anything. So because of that, even our children are going through trauma. 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 I don't know how to explain it. It's so painful. The plan we have for our children, over 2 million Ghana cities, and we can't even take care of our children. Meanwhile, Associate Dean of Economic City University is charged the youth to rise and demand good governance and leadership with more peaceful protests. Also this afternoon, Joy News Clean Ghana campaign records high impact as a study reveals eight out of ten persons have changed the approach to sanitation issues in their environment. We have details of a study conducted by the AMA. 83% of the respondents said they had had a change in behavior after following the Joy Clean Ghana exercises. 
We have sports. Ghana FA Vice President Makado appeals to government for assistance over bed powers with Rawal as Premier League headline sponsors. We have details of that and more here on the Midday News. I am MFA Apau. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. Many thanks for your company. We settle now for details on the special prosecutor, Kisie Jabing, is alleging a grand scheme by some judges to dismiss cases brought before the court by the office of the special prosecutor. Mr. Kisie Jabing, who appeared visibly unhappy, pained, um, told cons- journalists at a news conference that a, developed, a developing trend of some judges skewing cases against the OSP has the potential to hamper the fight against corruption. There appears to be a developing trend of rather regressive and dismissive judicial decisions in respect of cases involving the OSP with troubling consequences. And it seems to us that a careful examination of these outcomes portends a disturbing specter that the fight against corruption is being hampered to the disbenefit of us all. And I do not say these things lightly. Four instances will suffice. In one case, the OSP applied to the High Court for a confirmation of a freezing order in respect of a deceased person's estate. The judge refused to confirm the order by, in effect, holding that the OSP had come too late since the person of interest had died and that his death had extinguished the inquiry commenced after the occurrence of death. We publicly commented on this outcome and the danger of this outcome is obvious, members of the press. It is to the effect that a person may, in his lifetime, acquire property through corruption, and then upon his demise, happily pass on the corruptly acquired property to his estate, and by so doing, extinguish all scrutiny as to the propriety or otherwise of the acquisition of the property, because his corrupt activities were not discovered during his lifetime. Let me take you live to the office of the special prosecutor where my colleague Elton Brobe monitored the press conference and joins us on the line. So, Elton, what gives him the conviction that these judges deliberately skewed the cases against the OSP to the extent of embarrassing the office? So, my father, he provided four cases to back his claim that there appears to be some, you know, unwritten, you know, part by some judges presiding on the cases brought before it by the OSP. And the, the, the pronouncement or the, the ruling of these judges gives him the impression that the court has been set up to make his work difficult. He spoke about the Chartered Warren case, the LaBianca case, which also included the former head of the custom divisions and the GRF, and of course, this is the other parties. According to him, some of the applications were by experts. Their decisions were taken on their blind side. And then in cases where they appeared before court, some of the rulings suggested that they were not to investigate ongoing cases. This, according to him, came as a surprise to him. And he went on to make the point that uh, we are heading towards June if this process of some of the judges, which he perceived to be biased against the OSP, is not checked. But a purported clothing of the affected persons with immunity from investigation and hence immunity from prosecution. Members of the press. The duty and mandate of the courts is to apply and enforce the laws of the Republic and not to grant persons immunity from criminal investigations. 
and prosecution. A court cannot injunct the OSP from investigating or prosecuting any person. The decision to investigate and prosecute lies with the investigation and prosecution authorities, such as the OSP. And the OSP has at all material times carried out its power to investigate with candor and professionalism, being minded of the rights of suspects under its investigation. Members of the press, just as it is essential that anyone accused of a crime should have free access to the courts so that he may be duly acquitted if found not guilty of the offense with which he or she is charged, it is also of the utmost importance that the judiciary should not interfere with investigation and prosecution authorities in respect of matters which are within their statutory powers. Now, Elton, he also announced the start of investigations into some suspected corruption cases. What are these and why? So, there are four cases according to the government. One of them is a probe into the payroll, the government payroll. So, already he says that he's collaborating with the controller and accountant general department. To look at the issue of ghost name. They are starting with the Ministry of Education, the, the Ghana Education Service, the Ministry of Health, the District Assembly, ministries, agencies, and of course, to, to, to establish whether there are people in the government payroll that are, that are being paid for no work done. There's also ongoing investigation into the takeover of the Tema Oil Refinery by Terenko. It says they've already written, they're already probing, uh, they, they are looking at the corruption risk assessment of the project and to come to a uh, determination. And then also, uh, they are also investigating school lands, vested lands, and other state lands that have gone into one cars. And of course, the matter involving Cecilia Bladapa. But in the midst of all this, uh, simply frustrating that his office is facing, I, I put the question to him, will you resign? His response was that uh, he answered in peace saying that, OSP, on this investigation and assessment, indeed, a joint project team of selected staff of the two institutions has been formed. The investigation and assessment will cover all banks and employees on government payroll. The exercise will be carried out in two phases. Phase one will cover Ghana Education Service and the health institutions. Phase two will then cover all other metropolitan, municipal, district assemblies, ministries, departments, and agencies. Number two, Tema Oil Refinery. I know some of you went ahead of me because... That's um, OSP, Kisie Jabing there at that press conference, still ongoing. And you heard earlier my colleague, Elton Brobe, bringing us details of that. We are still following that press conference. And as and when we get more, we'll bring that to you shortly. But let me bring in anti-corruption campaigner and crusader also that we know in this country. Mr. Vital Azim, we are grateful for your time here on the Midday News. Yet again, we're seeing another special prosecutor, visibly pained and frustrated, raising concerns about a grand scheme by some judges to dismiss cases brought before the court by the OSP. From where you sit, justified concerns that the OSP is raising? Justified concerns. And you can see the pain in his face as he talks. He appears to be somebody who is willing to do his work, but he does a lot of resistance. From government institutions that is supposed to collaborate with him in the execution of his mandate, 
and a zero opportunity. And like my family immediately to do, this is the only way you can, you can get the public to sympathize with him. Otherwise, we sit in our rooms and we feel sorry and we're not doing anything. But when the matter goes to court, it's more or less out of his hands, except for him to prepare a good document, doc, doc, docket for the case for prosecution. But really, Mr. Azim, the concern also is that as much as we want to fight corruption, we can't also just run to court based on public sentiments. At least these are some of the judgments that the court gave. Is that also not right from where they also stand? You see, like he himself said, he's not saying that any case he takes to court, he should necessarily win. But sometimes when you do a ruling, that looks ridiculous. Why would you want to tell the president the, the, the that he can no longer conduct any other investigation into that particular case? What is your concern? If, he, if what he does, if he conducts and he comes back to you, you can still rule against him. But you don't gag him or tie his hands and say that you can no longer rule and investigate this particular case. I think that is not fair. Mm. But now, knowing that um, his hit a snag, if you're raising issues about a grand scheme by some judges, will he continue staying in that office? Because that question came up. For you, what should the OSP do at this point? You see, I think that if he decides about, like Magnum did, you are not saying that the corruption has won against you. I think that he should be bold and stay on. Just that you people in the media and us in civil society need to continue to give the necessary support. Parliament needs to give the necessary support and other stakeholders. Is it, it's not good to appoint people and for them to go out because they're being frustrated in the work that they do. Of course, as a human being, sometimes you cannot bear it. But, but we need bold people to say, I don't care, I'm going to do my best, my best until you push me out. So I wouldn't advise that issue about, no. Okay, Mr. Vitos Azim, we are grateful uh, for your time here on the Midday News. And uh, in the coming days, of course, uh, we'll get to uh, interrogate this uh, particular issue further and subsequently on um, other bulletins also on myjoyonline.com. But let me take you uh, live on the ground again and customers of Black Shield Capital Management Limited, formerly known as Gold Coast Securities Limited, have taken a bold stand by blocking the entrance of the Ministry of Finance, demanding the release of their locked up funds. The aggrieved customers initiated a 36-hour picketing at 11 a.m. yesterday, staging their protest at the Finance Ministry to press the government for the restitution of their frozen investments. My son got admission in one of the universities at East London side. I forgot the name of the school actually. So when you go there, all that we need is the money to pay the school fees. So once we fill the form, just to get the money, we go there. We are expecting to get the money. The money never hits our account. We couldn't pay the school fees, then all of us have to come back here. You came back to Ghana? Yes. But there's no money. How can you stay somewhere this country where you don't even have money? So we are begging the president that at this moment, his age groups are going through a lot. We have people here that they are 75, 80 years. The old man, they look at him, he's about 70 plus. He's here. Everything that he has is with the government. He can't pay for his medical bill. He can't take care of his house. Things are not easy for him. The same in our home. Well, my husband is a pensioner. So things are hard. My brother, things are hard. Life is difficult. We can't do anything. 
we can't do anything. So because of that, even our children are going through trauma. Trauma, trauma, I don't know how to explain it. It's so painful. The plan we have for our children, over two million Ghana cities. And we can't even take care of our children. It's heartbreaking, my brother. It's heartbreaking. My colleague James Savage is with the protesters. He joins us live on the line. James, did they get the attention that they are looking for? No, not at all, MFR. They have not had any audience from any official from the finance ministry. The only change that has occurred between uh, uh, the morning and now is that the police have been able to move them off the street. Initially, they occupied the entrance of the ministry, then moved on to sit on the bare uh, uh, concrete floor uh, on the street in front of the ministry. There had been uh, some, uh, I mean, conversations between leadership and the police, which nearly uh, escalated into uh, some level of uh, misunderstanding. But after uh, quite some time, a convener for the group Charles Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I spoke to the media alleging that the information he's speaking is that the police are threatening to manhandle them, cause their forceful arrest if they do not leave the street. But after about some 10 minutes, they came back to announce that they need to leave the street as they have promised to get the finance minister to come to address them. And so as we speak, we are still awaiting uh, the finance minister or any member from the finance ministry to address them on the way forward. That's my colleague, James Saveji. Well, we may know where the finance minister is, at least. Uh, he's been at the La General Hospital where he says he's pleased with the work done so far by the contractor. He visited the site of the La General Hospital to inspect the ongoing project after directing the contractor to begin works following renegotiation of the contract well we wanted to um, come and see how far um, the contractor polichandra had mobilized um, i think in the budget statement i did mention um, that we had come to an agreement which was led by katie hammer minister of trade uh, in which we retained the 160 bed design hospital um, but were able to negotiate um, to 50 million euros instead of 60 Seven, I believe. Uh, 57. 57. Um, uh, and so, and that's all part of the burden sharing in terms of cutting down expenses that we all recognize must do. Um, so now, uh, with the assurance of the payments, uh, they already moved inside on the 20th of November and they are starting with the accommodation and the Ministry of Health will give them the final design for the main hospital so that they can, but equipment because of the size of the land is mostly kept uh, at the Mahama um, runabout um, and um, if you go there you see the level of sophisticated equipment that they have. So we're excited that you know within a year we'll get a substantial part of this um, to be commissioned by the president.
That's Finance Minister Ken Oferiata there at the La General Hospital. Now I'll take you to Shai Osudoku District Hospital where the NDC flag bearer John Damani Mahama has commended management of the facility for maintaining it um, since his government constructed and operationalized it before leaving office. He also acknowledged the gains the hospital has made for the past five years in maintaining a low maternal mortality rate. The Shai Osudoku District was one of the first beneficiaries of the hospital's NDC government under John Ramani Mahama completed under its health infrastructure agenda. John Mahama has, however, been addressing staff and management of the hospital during a donation ceremony to make his to mark his 65th birthday. Express worry about the current state of the hospitals his governments could not complete. But I am highly impressed with uh, the maintenance of this hospital and the high professional standards that the staff are showing. It is held up as one of the model hospitals in West Africa. And actually the WHO has asked other countries to come and emulate, you know, the way this hospital has been kept. And the idea for this hospital to create a system of satellite hospitals that is the pressure on the main hospitals like Ridge and Kolibu and 37 and Police Hospital. And that's why the East Hospital was um, and that's why Shai Usudokutu was started. Um, several other hospitals, Formina, Kumewu, Abetifi, Bekwai, Afari Ministry Hospital and all that. We've already been Asante, there was too much pressure on Konfanoche. And so on my birthday, I came to share a little of the joy of the day with both the staff and the patients. And um, I just want to take the opportunity to encourage them to continue doing what they are doing so well already. And may God continue to bless them, continue the maintenance. The hospital looks almost the same as when I commissioned it uh, seven and a half years ago. And so may you continue doing what you're doing. And God richly bless you. Former President John Dramani Mahama there, my colleague Samuel Mbura is with the team, joins us on the line. So what's been the reaction? It's a birthday that patients were not expecting. Tell us more. Well, it was um, a sad atmosphere at the hospital here at the Shai Osuduku District Hospital. Um, the medical superintendent uh, expressed gratitude for um, the kind gesture extended by the former president and the flag bearer of the NDC. But he is also making further appeals for uh, facilities and then transport um, needs to be addressed. Says they don't have um, adequate buses to, I mean, to transport their workers. So they use the opportunity to thank him for the kind gesture and then extend further appeals to him to improve the infrastructure at the hospital. Thank you very much. That's my colleague Samuel Mbura on that 65th birthday note of the former president John Dramani Mahama. We'll take a quick break here on the Midday News. Live on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra, in Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM, affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. The Midday News is proudly sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duro Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with the level indicator where Duroplus goes water flows. We've been hearing from a visibly unhappy, pained and concerned, also frustrated special prosecutor as he alleges a grand scheme by some judges to frustrate investigations. We'll return from the break with sports and then also Joy Clean Ghana campaign records highest impact as a study reveals 8 out of 10 persons have changed their approach to sanitation issues in their environment. Details of a study conducted by the AMA.
83% of the respondents said they had had a change in behavior after following the Joy Clean Ghana exercises. When budgets are tight and money difficult to come by, you want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel in full quantity. Imagine say water wake up at dawn. In no both. In no job. Where it vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh-huh. You not get one drop safe inside your tank. Hey. Our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank? Yes. Water tank. Mamma mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Masi Selenium. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana and me. That water tank, they carry water pe, pe, pe. So say some no go left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank. Ask my boss who Mr. Foncho go talk. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank. By Duraplast. Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Let's do sports. Mubarak, what do we have? Thank you very much, MFN. Our Bets Power has officially notified the Ghana Football Association of its decision to withdraw as headline sponsors of the Ghana Premier League after just a year into the three-year contract. The development is a huge blow to the finances of Premier League clubs who were entitled to $25,000 per season. In response to the setback, the FA's Vice President, Mark Addo, has called for government intervention. And also the government has to come in. I always keep saying we cannot do it all. Surely, unfortunately, we live in a country where, you know, our finances are so stretched. Sure. You know, but we have to keep pushing to see if government maybe can put in $50 million every year towards the... Uh, the, the league mm-hmm. to go a long way. $50 million. What, what was wrong with that? I mean, it's a social intervention. Think about it. So you're expecting the government to invest $50 million every year? I football. just made a number up. I mean, I would, I would say more, but, but, but think about it. If you look at the number of people that are in the league, we have over 100,000 people, either directly or indirectly. Sure. It's a social intervention. And what is the government going to get in return in the end? But it's a social intervention. Think about it. Yeah, that's Vice President of the GFA, Mark Addo. Thank you very much, Mubarak. Now, three members of Parliament are hoping to push the government to move faster to clean up the air. Ghanaians breathe with a private member's bill aimed at enshrining clean air as a fundamental human right. Accra is Africa's fastest growing city and air pollution from transport, industry and agriculture is becoming a growing hazard to our health, food supply and the climate. The bill seeks to ignite a wider debate in the country that leads to groundbreaking change, reporter Michael Ashley has more in the following report. I don't know whether we have some bar, a law backing the pollution or not. I don't know. Unless maybe uh, you have to educate me. Or, That's Abraham Ni Odai, an assemblyman for Inquantanang West, who is responsible for the local governance of a part of Medina. Medina is home to a bustling bus terminal and frequently experiences prolonged traffic congestion. It's also home to one of the biggest markets in Accra. How, how many cars do you, do you think we have here? It's more, it's more, it's, it's, 
I can't call, but we are getting more than almost about say five hundred thousand cars. Data from air quality census dotted across the capital shows Madina has some of the most polluted air in the country. That comes as no surprise to Abraham. This is because the municipal environmental health officers are not well resourced. Municipal assembly cannot do much. If a law a law has been passed from the parliament, it will cushion this thing to be sanitize the place. But with the environmental officers in our municipality, they can't do much. The smoke is disturbing this area because it can give us cancer. It gives a lot of sickness. The market is teeming with thousands of people. Many of them eat from food vendors that cook with charcoal or wood. The resulting smoke blankets the entire area, causing health risk for everyone here. Indiscriminate burning, sometimes of rubbish. Look at this one. You see, you can see the carbon. You can see under the exhaust pipe. You can see that all those exhaust emissions are all polluting the air. And that's uh, my colleague Michael Ashali's report there. Now, Joy Clean Ghana campaign is yielding positive behavioral changes as eight out of ten persons within the Accra metropolis have changed their approach to sanitation in their communities. This was containing a survey conducted by the Accra Metropolitan Assembly into the impact of the Joy Clean Ghana campaign over a two-year period. There's more in this report. Metropolitan Assembly has quickened its steps to introduce star rating systems to improve sanitary conditions. Just like hotels receive stars, the AMA has commenced the assessment of public toilet facilities with a star rating system. That was one of the episodes where the AMA was on inspection tour of some public toilet facilities. After four years of airing the Joy Clean Ghana campaign, the AMA has conducted a research into its impact on the audience. The survey was done in three sub-metros called clusters of the AMA. 250 respondents were selected from each of the three sub-metros for the study. Also, 30 respondents each from the 10 regions, making 300, were also interviewed, making a total of 1,050 respondents. The study found that 83% of the respondents have had a change in behavior after the exercises. 83% of the respondents said they had had a change in behavior after following the Joy Clean Ghana exercises. Going deeper into the findings, 50% of the respondents said they are very careful about food safety now. 24% said they've stopped buying food from outside. 18% also said they have started doing the right things, with 8% of the respondents saying they have stopped selling in dirty environments. Now, in what is evolving into a political spectacle, the upcoming parliamentary primaries in Okainkwe North presents a challenging battle. Nana Amadokuya, the sitting MP for Ekropong and Deputy Trade Minister, will attempt to fend off the position from five party stalwarts to represent the party in the different constituency. Here is Raymond Aqua's report. Them are lawyer and two-time aspirant Ken Crunchy, former constituency treasurer and boarding station executive Prince Osu Mensa, and former deputy CEO for Maslog and prominent NPP communication team member Efia Kutu. So what makes me unique is I, I have a big heart to love. I have a big heart to 